You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi, with a strong background in law, managing partner at Bisnar Chase. Brian Chase understands what you're going through and will work hard to protect your rights. His passion in helping injured people obtain justice is what keeps him going. He was named Trial Lawyer of the Year for multiple years, showing his strong contributions to his firm and to his work. Brian, welcome to the program. Hey, Rick, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. It's really, yeah, it's really nice to have you here as well. Appreciate it. T- tell me a little bit about how you decided to get into law, and then how did you decide to get into this area to practice law? Okay, you know, great question. Uh, when I was in college and I'm trying to figure out, you know, what am I going to do, quote, unquote, when I grow up, and you're, you're searching for your career and your goals and your objectives, I realized that, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you know, I wanted my life's work to matter. I realized that I wanted whatever I did for a living to have a positive, substantive impact on other people's lives. First and foremost, I ended up putting that on my law school application. Um, And then I also wanted something that was going to be intellectually stimulating and challenging and not the same day in and day out, knowing I'm going to do this for 40-plus years. So, you know, between that and kind of wanting to fight for the underdog, and we can probably talk more about that later, a career in law was just perfect for me. And, you know, I I never plan on retiring. I have to take me out of the courtroom on a stretcher. Okay. Excellent. (laughs) We're talking with Brian Chase. Um, So tell me about Bisnar Chase. I gave a little bit in the intro, but really, where's your firm differentiate specialized delivered value? Okay. Um, In a few areas, first and foremost, when you're looking for a personal injury firm or probably any lawyer, and one of the things that sets us apart is we're trial lawyers, meaning we really go to court and we really try cases. Okay. You're not just seeing commercials on TV uh, and that I'll fight for you and get you millions of dollars. Um, you know, in order to really maximize the value of a case, the insurance companies know who goes to court and who doesn't go to court. Our law firm has several attorneys in trial, day in and day out, you know, year after year. The goal, though, is to try to get a good settlement. And when they know you're in court maximizing the value of cases and verdicts, okay. you can settle a majority of your cases for not 50 cents on the dollar like a lot of folks do, but you get full value and full compensation for your clients. So one of the things that we really pride ourselves on is we don't just call ourselves trial lawyers. We are trial lawyers, and we try cases. Okay. So what is it like? Just give us a sense. We've all, we've all seen TV, but maybe some of us haven't. Uh, maybe for good reason, been in the trial and seen the kind of process that happens. But when you're there representing your clients on their behalf, is there a couple key things that you know are critical to being successful in the outcome? Well, you know, you know, integrity and you have to believe in what you're doing and have passion. You can't trick 12 people on a jury. I know when we read in the newspaper and people criticize a verdict here and there, there's going to be aberrations, but when you're in the courtroom, you're not acting, you're not faking it. You have to have real compassion for your client, passion for the case, and integrity. And really, the secret is just believing in what you're doing because that will resonate when you're looking at 12 people in the eye and you're getting to know them day in and day out. They can tell who the fakers are and who the people are truly seeking justice. So so what's the arc of a normal time when you're in in a trial? I mean, how how long does it take that part of the the actual courtroom experience? You know, it depends on the size of the case, the type of the case. I've had cases, you know, as short as a week. I've had cases as long as a couple months. Um, Sometimes you'll see cases go on for, you know, month after month after month. But I would say the average trial probably is, you know, one to three weeks. 
Okay, so uh, let's deal with the elephant in the studio. Okay. <laughs> why, and this is maybe not a fair question, in which case tell me it's not, why, it, why is the perception sometimes of personal injury and trial lawyers not as positive as what I'm sensing it is from you and what I felt when we met the first time? Yeah, I mean, you know, we can spend three hours talking on that, but, you know, the short version is, um, you know, the news media, you know, the old joke about news, you know, what's news? Dog bites man, that's not news. Man bites dog, that is news. Right. Okay. The media wants to report on something shocking. So everybody's heard about the coffee spill case where McDonald's got sued and, and sued for millions of dollars when a lady spilled coffee on her lap. Mm-hmm. That's very sensational, sounds very frivolous. If you really dug into that case and saw all the evidence, which these juries do see all the evidence. It's not reported in the newspaper. But the jurors, <laughs> Nobody would read that, right? Right. right. But, you know, jurors in court day in and day out, and they see all of the evidence. Now, reasonable people can disagree, but when you see a blurb in the newspaper, millions of dollars for something that seems silly, all of those people like you that were on that jury, after they heard the evidence, didn't think it was silly because jurors are just like everybody else. They don't go into a courtroom. Wanted to give away a bunch of money to somebody. Right. They're usually skeptical of people like me and, and clients that are injured because that's been promulgated out there for years. Right. So typically when you see those awards, um, it's because that juror, jury rather, saw the evidence and realized, wow, I'm going to write this wrong. You know, when you and I, thank you very much for answering that. When you and I first met in your office, um, when I left there, I had the sense kind of and. Pride's the wrong word, but a positive feeling about people who were looking out for the little guy. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, that really came through with our initial uh, meeting where I thought, you know, you, 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 they need a voice too, right? Well, they, they absolutely do. And, and going back to wanting my life's work to matter, so doing what I do is perfect for that. And, it, and the whole firm really feels the same way. You know, we're representing people that have had a family member or loved one killed. Someone paralyzed. I mean, just really, you know, horrific injuries and bad things. Right. And usually we're taking on a large company. Um, and I'm not anti-large company. I love large companies, and I love all businesses, and I think everybody has the right to do business. But everybody in all walks of life, whether it's lawyers, politicians, or business people, sometimes cut corners and make mistakes. Right. Um, and when I see that, here are these companies who can hire lawyers for $1,000 an hour, and I've got little Miss Smith down the street who can't hire a lawyer. So her only way to have justice in our civil justice system is to hire a contingency fee lawyer like me who works for free unless we recover. Right. What would happen if that wasn't the case? Yeah, you know, if that wasn't the case, you know, the lion's share of people that are injured could not get justice because they could not afford to hire the attorney. Right. Um, And that kind of can segue into the frivolous lawsuit argument or why people read about some of these verdicts. No one's going to pay me money on a frivolous case. You know, I've got a big office, a big overhead. I have too many lawyers. And, and, and so why would you take that? Yeah, we would. You're a business person, right? Correct. And absolutely. And so we're going to take cases that we think have merit. Again, reasonable people can disagree. You know, you got to realize in any lawsuit, quote, unquote, there's a winner and a loser. And I don't like to look at it as winners and losers, but, you know. There's a plaintiff and there's a defendant. Whoever doesn't prevail is going to have sour grapes. Mm -hmm. Um, And they may be right sometimes. They may be wrong sometimes. But, you know, a lot of the stuff about the negative, frivolous lawsuit stuff, are there lawyers that do that? Of course. The lion's share? No way. We'd all be out of business. Right. Okay. We're talking with Brian Chase. He is the managing partner at Bismarck Chase. Um, Before the break, and we've got a couple minutes, uh, tell me about being uh, selected yet again as one of Orange County's best places to work. 
you know, that is is something that I'm really proud of. I mean, as a business owner and um, and a business person, I get trial lawyer awards. You know, if you get a good verdict or you do good work and give back, you get those awards, and that feels really nice. But as an employer, uh, we have about 40 employees, so it's, it's not a huge business, but it's a it's a it's a you know sizable small business. To get that award, the only way you get it is by your employees being interviewed confidentially, so you don't know what they're saying. Right. So. They can say good things. They can say bad things. I think this year is our fifth or sixth year in a row getting that award, and I'm very proud of that because that means that you know myself and the management team are providing a work environment that is rewarding for the staff because you know you can't have a, a good outcome on your cases if you don't have happy people working with you, and we strive really hard for that. I imagine there is a lot of detailed work in what you do when you have to go and present a case. You can't really be surprised very often in the courtroom and prevail. No, that no, that's that's the thing. You have to be very detail oriented, and I know sometimes I drive people crazy because I'm always looking for that needle in the haystack, uh-huh. and and I'll hear from time to time, well, you know, that needle is not there. Well, you know, more often than not, it's not. But if it's not there, I'm going to know that I didn't miss it. I looked for it, and it wasn't there. Right. And, you know, I read every piece of paper. Um, I know every document. So I do rarely get surprised. And that's that's the key to success in probably any business. So, so Brian, you said this is the fifth year? Fifth or sixth. Fifth yeah. or sixth year in a row. In a row. And, and so as the leader of, the, of an organization like that, how do you message that to your employees? Well, you know, you have to walk your talk. It all starts at the top. Um, we all... Um, we, you know, we have a meeting at the beginning of every year. Uh, we go through everybody's goals. Uh, we go through the firm's finances. We're very transparent. Um, you know, I'm a big believer in transparency. We have incentives where, you know, people get trips to Hawaii. Um, we're just a very, you know, you know, it's hard to say. We just kind of walk our talk on. We really want to have a great environment. We help people work on not just their professional goals, which is very important, right. but we also work with people in the office on what their personal goals are. And we take a big interest in everybody's life to the extent they want to share that. Right. And we really want to make sure everybody is succeeding both inside and outside of the office. It feels like to me, and if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong, that people can become emotionally invested in the cases that you take. Oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. They, you know, you know, these clients that we end up helping, you know, at the end of a conclusion of a case, there are tears, there are hugs, there are birthday cards or, you know, whatever the case may be. I mean, everybody, right. the client and the staff are very, very connected. And so let me ask a follow-up then. In the middle of the trial, there can be a lot of pressure if your sense is, hey, there's, you know, this is moving maybe a little bit of against us or whatever. So to be a best places to work is hard enough. But in a pressurized situation like a law firm that you're dealing with, I would imagine it might even be a little bit more difficult. Yeah, you know, no, it, it, it can be. I mean, we try not to get in that situation, but obviously not every case comes out perfect and they take on a life of their own and there are twists and turns. Right. Um, There's a lot of must be expected of the people. A lot of what we have, the best staff, I'm sorry everybody says that, but I mean, the people, <laughs> I, I, I pride myself on... On knowing what I don't know, and I want to surround myself with people smarter than me and with different points of view, and we just have a great dynamic to come to the best resolution or solution for an issue, and sometimes it's a combination of my input, their input, and we come up with something that we would have never thought of to help out a client, even if their case maybe is going not in the direction we wanted it. Excellent. We're going to take a short break here on Critical Mass Radio Show. We're going to come back and talk with Brian more about building and growing his firm. Don't go anywhere. After these words, we'll be right back. Richard Franzi is a highly sought-after keynote speaker on topics of interest to CEOs of middle firms across North America. 
Richard's talks include Killing Cats Leads to Rats, a fascinating look at how unintended consequences of CEOs' decisions impact their firm's performance. Your Gray Matter Matters, which explores how a CEO's mindset can differentiate a middle market firm and define its culture. Richard delivers talks to a variety of audiences, ranging from executive team retreats to keynotes in front of hundreds of CEOs. To learn more about his talks, visit criticalmassforbusiness.com and select the contact page or call 949-887-4104. When it comes to pioneers in their respective industries, we all know the Apples, Starbucks, and Trader Joe's of the world. In the realm of recruiting, Decision Toolbox is the industry's best-kept secret. With 90% of their business from referrals and repeat customers, for over 20 years, Decision Toolbox's U.S.-based team of recruiters, sourcers, professional writers, quality personnel, and tech support has perfected a Six Sigma approach to talent management. No matter the size of the project, Decision Toolbox delivers incredible results, a cost per hire less than half of what contingency firms charge, with the winning candidate presented in an average of 14 days, all with a 12-month candidate warranty. With results like that, Decision Toolbox won't be a secret for long. Visit us at www.dtoolbox.com for more information. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. Brian Chase is our guest. We've been talking about his firm as well as his recognition, his firm's recognition as one of the best places to work here in Orange County, California. You know, a great way to stay informed about our great guests is to sign up for our weekly newsletter. Go to the bottom of any page on Critical Mass for Business's website. You'll see a Join Our Mailing List box. Simply type in your email address and hit subscribe. You'll start receiving our weekly newsletter. That's all once a week with information about our upcoming guests and special insights from me. We do not do anything else with your email address other than what you ask us to do, which is put you on our weekly newsletter i wonder if you might be able to brian talk to us a little bit talk to our audience about a current challenge that you're facing in your business at your firm yeah and you know i don't know if it's a challenge but it's 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 looking at i I think any business needs to look to the future you know and the time to look to the future of your business is when you're doing really really well not when you start doing really really poorly and are scrambling i mean you know what happened to blockbuster right right so I, you know, my law firm specializes in auto products liability cases. So things like the Ford Firestone tire cases, fifteen twenty years ago, the GM ignition cases that we wow. read about in the news now, the Takata airbags, that kind of stuff. So, um, and there's unfortunately plenty of that workaround. But I do see cars getting way more safe. You know, thankfully to people like myself. And people around the country, you know, um, back in the old days, we didn't have seatbelts. You know, now we do. We didn't have airbags. Now we do. Cars have electronic stability control, so they don't roll over as easy. I mean, cars are getting safer. That's a good thing. And so realizing that, um, I am, again, I have plenty of work, but I know in 5, 10, 15 years, there may be fewer of those cases. There may be more because of the autonomous driving things that we're seeing right now. Wow. Who knows? Who knows? But realizing and having to run a business, I have to look to the future. So realizing that a large part of what I do are these auto defect cases, I have started diversifying, and this has been going on for a number of years, not just recently, into other kinds of cases as well. And we do all kinds of personal injury, but we have now have a, a department and a team that works on employment cases, class action cases, hmm. 
and uh, we do some pharmaceutical cases. Talcum powder is kind of a big thing in the news right now, and okay. ovarian cancer. Mind-boggling what I'm finding out on those cases. So just kind of broadening beyond the auto defect stuff, just in case that body work dries up, and that'd be great because then I'm not representing people that have lost a child, a husband, or a wife. Right. Okay. Well, thank you for that. That's yeah. great advice. Again, I'd ring the gong if we had it more uh, accessible, because I love these teachable moments here on Critical Mass Radio Show. Well, there you go. Start working on the problem before it is a problem, right, as an opportunity. Absolutely. That, I think the team can be more creative in helping you brainstorm when things are going well. Yeah. And then it'll feel the pressure also of the business yeah. needing that. You know, you don't want your back against the wall while you're trying to figure out how to fix it. Not that people don't work well under pressure, but you should always be looking on the horizon. Okay. And the easiest time is when you're at the top of the mountain, not on the way down the backside. That's a teachable moment. Okay. Okay. Take me again. What is the secret behind Biznar Chase's success? You know, um, I love talking about this, and it seems so simple, and it is a cliche, but sometimes those things are true. You know, one of the things is, you know, if you take care of your clients, the business will take care of itself. We've heard that from business people for hundreds and hundreds of years, but it really turns out to be true. You know, when you're taking care of people, for whatever reason, businesses just seem to work. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's a little deeper than that. But also, in addition to taking care of the clients, is you need to take care of your employees. And we were talking about that a little while ago with regard to the uh, the, uh, best, the places to best places to work thing. Uh-huh. Um, so we really take care of the employees like they're really bought in. I feel like I have 40 partners. Nice. You know, I don't I don't view people as employees. I think of us all as equals. And so when you have a great working environment, when you come from a place of integrity and you're doing good work um, and you're taking care of the clients um, and a little bit of elbow grease, you know, I don't know how any business can fail. That sounds simplistic, but okay. it's, it's really good stuff, I think. Do you have many millennials in your shop? Probably no, not a lot, but okay. we've got some. Okay. Yeah, we've yeah. got, you know, we've got a good good range of all those categories. Uh-huh. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. We're talking with Brian Chase, and we're talking about his firm, Biznot Chase. He's the managing partner at this firm. We've got a few more questions here on the time with Critical Mass Radio Show. Okay, so let me see if I get this right. You're labeled as one of the top 1% of the lawyers in California. And you've earned the State Trial Lawyer of the Year for three years. What do you say is the most important thing that you've learned about where you've gotten as the others who want to be seen at the top of their profession, too? Yeah, you know, my best advice, you know, the, the first word is integrity. And people throw that word around a lot. But if you truly have integrity, I think you can be successful at anything. Um, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But you really need to stay humble. You know, I love getting these awards, not because I then walk around and say, hey, look at me. You wear them around your neck or anything, carry in the shop. Or, no. no. And, and, you know, and when I say stay <laughs> humble, I mean that, you know, literally. I, I, when I lecture other lawyers or put on seminars, I tell people, if I can do it, you can do it. And that's not false modesty. Okay. Um, I, I, I really believe that. So I don't think there's anything magical I do other than the integrity piece. So stay humble, sincere, you know, humility. But with regard to the integrity, if you have integrity towards um, your clients, that goes a long way to taking care of the clients. Integrity towards the courts. Integrity towards the employees. Integrity when I'm dealing with other attorneys. People really know that, you know, my word is my bond. We can cut deals on handshakes. Right. Um, And I think when you do business that way, all things seem to work better and work out for you and for everybody you're involved with. And it's a win-win, even though we're in an adversarial situation. So right. I think I think a lot of, of my success just comes from, you know, 
raised a poor kid in Southgate, and I still kind of feel like that kid in many ways, and I, I feel like I am very humble and very blessed, uh-huh. and I just work hard to help people. You, I was, you just hit the term because I was going to say, integrity without effort, I'm not sure it's going to get you to the top of your profession. No doubt about it. I mean, I'm, I don't want to make it sound like I'm not working. Um, you know, I probably work harder than anybody in the office, but it's not work if it's fun. I mean, right. I, I, so I, I hate to say I work hard because then that sounds kind of negative. And it's like I love what I do, but, it, you know, it's a 24-7 deal. And t- for me, that means I'm on vacation 24-7 doing what I love to do, helping people. Okay. And in, this, in the environment where you're trying your cases, are, are, are they a similar set of judges? I mean, do you – I mean – is, is it a small group of people in that space, or because of the way your firm is structured, you're kind of in different courts in different places? You know, we're all over the country. Okay. Um, and so I've got cases literally, you know, from here to New York City to Florida to Texas. So we're everywhere now. Um, but we have a lot of cases in Orange County because I'm based there. So you see a lot of the same judges, see a lot of the same judges in L.A. Mm-hmm. But because of the national nature of our practice, you do see, you know, a lot of unfamiliar faces. There have been so many recalls in the news, and this Dakota airbag thing is almost unthinkable at some level that it has gotten this widespread. Oh, it, you know, not unthinkable. You know, again, I don't like to be the conspiracy theorist, and I'm really not. Okay. But I have seen, you know, from time to time where people – but, you know, it's not a buzzword uh, or, or a tagline. Put profit over safety and don't pay to fix something. And what we have now learned in the Takata cases, for example, they were running testing on the weekends. So they could deny they were doing any testing to try to figure out what the problem was. I mean, that is a huge cover-up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you could take it back to the Ford Pinto where they could have fixed the gas tank for 5 bucks, and there are literally <laughs> memos. Where they say it is cheaper to pay to kill somebody oh my God. than to fix it. And, again, I'm, you know, I'm not an anti- That's a statement of fact. That's a statement of fact. Okay. There is a memorandum, and, it's, and it's, it's not to kill people, but it's how many people are, how many units are going to be harmed. You and I in that memo are a unit. Oh, okay. And, wow. and they, they figure out, the, they, they, they put, this is back in the 70s, it's a couple hundred thousand dollars per unit. How much is it going to cost to fix the gas tank? It was like four or five bucks to put a bladder in the gas tank. That number was bigger than paying off the units. No fix. Wow. It happens. Okay. Final question in our Critical Mass Radio show for you, Brian. Uh, of all the things you've kind of talked about, can you can you just share with us kind of the foundation of how you've built this firm? In other words, I think of it as your guiding principle, your the core that you bring into the firm that has existed all these years. Sure, and, and that's great. You know, when, when I got involved at Bisnard Chase, we were like a four- or five-person firm, and we're up to 40 now, so... Um, it's been a fun road, and I think the key to that success is, is two, two, two ways, two points. You know, one is lead by example. There's, there's no job that I won't do uh, in the office, and I think it's important for your team members to know that, that you're not a prima donna. Um, and so I really, if, if people have to work late hours, they know I'm in the foxhole with them. You know, okay. I'm not out sipping Mai Tais on the beach while they're working. Um, so lead by example, hard work. Trying to read all those documents, being very meticulous of what we do is important. And the second piece, and probably equally important, is, you know, don't surround yourself with yes people or yes men. You know, I don't do that. I don't want people walking in going, hey, Brian, great idea. Hey, Brian, that's perfect. You're never going to grow. And and maybe I'm going to be right seven times out of ten, but I'm going to miss three. And maybe I'm only going to be right three times out of ten. And I look at the Supreme Court. It's got nine people, not one. So I surround myself with people. I, I know what I don't know. I surround my people, uh, or preferably with people smarter than me, to get different perspectives. And when we have to make big decisions, either in running the business or the cases, I value everybody's input. I have people go, Brian, I think that's totally wrong. And they'll vehemently disagree with me. Hmm. And sometimes, through a nice, reasonable discussion, I'll go, 
You're right. We're going that way. <laughs> and I love that. And and so, you know, a third of the – let's just make up simple numbers. A third of the time, maybe my way is right. A third of the time, their way is right. And the magical other third of the time is through two people disagreeing or two two perspectives, you come up with something that no one would have thought of that is just a phenomenal perspective. Wow. So, Well, I think we've come full circle. I think we're yeah. back to the best places to the work and the culture. So. Uh, how does someone get in touch with you and find your firm online? Okay, probably the easiest way is, is just, uh, you know, you can look up Biznar, B-I-S-N-A-R, Chase, uh, online. That's the name of the law firm. Um, the website, you can go to bestattorney.com and find us that way. And then it's got every social media How did you aspect. get bestattorney.com? My well, you goodness. Know, you know, I, That's I impressive. Have, I have to give my, my former partner credit for that. Back when we, you know, back in the guy, the dark ages when no one had laptops. <laughs> You know, it wasn't that long ago. He, no. came, he came to me and said, hey, you know, we need to get a website. And I'm like, well, one, what's a website? Two, our clients don't have computers. Nobody has computers. What are you talking about? And he was very adamant about it. And uh, so I said, okay, let's do it, kind of humoring him. So it wasn't competitive then. Uh-huh. And so he goes, hey, I want best attorney. And at the time, I thought, well, we're Biznar Chase. Shouldn't it be Biznar Chase? Best attorney seems kind of cheesy. Well, Years later, and you see how people pay for all these vanity phone numbers and vanity and whatever. Right. And I give him a lot of credit for giving us that. He deserves that it. tag. Yeah, That's like you know, back in the late 90s. Right. All right. Well, thank you for being a friend of the program and a part of the Critical Mass community. I, I appreciate what you've shared with us today. Continued success in your business practice. Uh, thank you so much, and thank you for what you do in getting the word out from so many different business people oh. and sharing sharing your talents and skills. Oh, thank you very much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, our engineer for today was Paul Roberts. Our producers are Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and Haley Stern. I'm your host, Rick Franzi. If you'd like to learn more about our radio show or the CEO peer groups I lead, visit my company's website, criticalmass4business.com. And until the next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. 